welcome back to our review of Atlanta Goes to Europe and Crazy White Shenanigans. This is the Curry Gumbo Podcast with Nicole and Ashley. Okay, we are back. The crew is finally all together. Is this the first episode of this season where we see everyone is together? They want to... Um... Oh, because they were Paperboy wasn't in the scenes with Van and Darius, right? Paperboy and Earn were not in the scenes with Van or Darius. Okay. So season three, episode three of Atlanta. And I still have a question. Van, why are you here? Because the relationship between her and Darius has to blossom. I see. I still get the hits. So I kind of liked, you notice the beginning scene where first it's Earn and, well, first what, Paperboy walking down the street. Yeah. And then, then the camera pans to Earn. So it's like Earn and Paperboy walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And then the camera pans to Darius. It's like, okay, Earn, Paperboy, Darius walking down the street. And then Vanessa. I'm like, girl. Yeah. That was beautifully shot. I, I just thought that that was just gorgeous. And I I think it does a lot as far as storytelling is concerned because it says something about our expectations as far as who the core group is. And I think it's really making a case yeah. for Van being a part of the group because like, when why, I, why is Vanessa there? But okay. Because we saw we saw Paperboy, but we didn't we hear Earn? So yeah. we knew he was there. And then I, you know, I think what it does is it, Paperboy alone is enough, but it also isn't because it's not just the show centers friendship and family so much that I expected Earn to be there. And then when I saw Earn and Paperboy in the frame together, I said, okay, this is a complete package. I, I can do an episode with just these two. Then mm-hmm. when I saw Darius, I said, oh, well, this is, this is also complete. And I'm, I'm happy about it because I love Darius. And then when I saw Van, I said, huh. I said, why? But you know what? But I think what this show is trying to uh, reframe our minds is even the free reframe our minds about friendships and relationships and Darius, I mean, not Darius, Aaron calls her his friend, like later when we get to, when they get to the, the house party mm-hmm. and someone asked, oh, who was that? And he's like, oh no, she's just a friend. So, I mean, I don't know if he was just saying that just to not go too deep or. I think it ramps up. Really think, her as a, think of her as a friend. I think it ramps up the tension between between the two because you do wonder what is the status of their relationship like what is the real status and does he indeed think of her as a friend I think the I think the statement was made so that we could question it but I also think that do you think okay do you think Paperboy and Van are friends no okay so I don't either I think he I think Paperboy or Al doesn't really need Van around. I think no. Earn does. So I so what it also does is it shows like even though Paperboy is the celebrity, this show still centers Earn. This is Earn show. Like everybody here 
is connected to earn, earn. in some way and because I, I question also, Darius and Paperboy because I'm like I'm sure they I'm sure earn is a common denominator between Darius and Paperboy too now see I don't think that I so don't you think Darius and Paperboy have their own friendship outside absolutely, of absolutely absolutely I think the first season showed us that when because Earn oh. wouldn't have anything to do with Darius because he was he was just Al's friend and I remember when Al needed some money and Darius was like I can help you I'm gonna we we have to get into like selling these dogs like okay and See, so no, they do that season one was like 10 years ago so it was but I remember I this because I remember <laughs> I remember what Darius said because you know how Darius is. Darius was like, oh, in like six months, we're going to get a return on our investment. And Ernest like, Darius, I needed the money right now. I don't have like six months. And, and so Darius, I think, gives him a phone to trade in for money or something like that. And then after that exchange, Darius says, I guess that makes us friends. Like he, he says that. And I was like, okay, so now there's going to be but- this relationship between these two. But okay, but then so does that mean earn they're connected through earn? I think that Darius and Earn are connected through Al. I don't think that Earn and Darius would be friends were it not for Al. I don't. Okay. So and I think that's another reason that like solidifies Van's presence there because. Darius doesn't have to be there and I guess that also like that goes against what I was saying earlier like it's earned show because everyone there is connected to earn because Darius wouldn't necessarily be connected to earn so maybe like the connected tissue is a little sloppy here it's not all going to one person it's going mm-hmm. to multiple people because I also feel like Van in a way is connected to Darius in a, in a way that hasn't been discussed yet, but th- they're going to have to discuss it because they saw someone be murdered. They're going to have to discuss well, it. Well, yes, but still through Earn. Earn is the comp. Van is only there because of Earn. She's not there for Darius or Paperboy. I wonder if, I don't know, because now it seems like she's going off and doing her own thing but I guess that's the end of the episode and we'll we'll, we will get to that but yeah so where are they worried he's like hold on now what what you doing what's going on I'm less worried about her I was very worried at the beginning but now I'm less worried and I'm like okay I'm more worried at towards the end really because of where because when Ern said he called her mom to check on the baby and he said the baby's good but her mom is really worried about her and that's when he was like I'm worried like is there something but he was well he was just like I'm kind of worried too like if your mom is worried Mm -hmm. then maybe I should be worried about you too it seems like Van has come to some type of understanding as far as whiteness is concerned and she's taking on a more active role as it relates to how she wants to deal with racism she's stealing people's stuff 
the first she's she she stole a statue like a little ornament in that okay so let's set this up okay we we didn't we didn't properly set this up so we're still in europe Mm -hmm. the crew the foursome they're walking to um this party they're trying to find this address they're in london and I knew they were in London. I don't know if you know this because of the intro music. I can tell it was some UK rap. So we're in London. They're trying to find this house party of some millionaire. They they go, they find the address, but the place looks kind of shabby. They're like, this million, there's no way a millionaire lives here. A billionaire, they, I believe he is. Billionaire, He's billionaire. A billionaire. But the place, the address is, uh, you know, kind of shabby place and the person opens the door. It's kind of dirty and dingy inside. And they're like, hey, we're looking for, can't remember his name. And they have the correct address and they're like, okay, what kind of, where are we? Like, what kind of a place is this? It doesn't look like a party is anywhere near here. So they go up a couple flights of stairs, go through some doors and they're in this like luxury apartment mm-hmm. that's hidden away yeah and even Darius is like yo this is genius you have like a hideaway what do you call it a hideaway that he said that's the um the decoy house mm-hmm. and this is like the real house it's like so they this luxury apartment is hidden inside of a shabby apartment which crazy but there's also like a, I feel like a, a visual component, like a visual metaphor taking place because that billionaire penthouse is sitting on top of a, that shabby, which if, you know, it, it to me, it's like, y'all just need, it just needs a good cleaning. <laughs> like it needs to be like, you know, revamped but and even this if is a nice cleaned it up it's still it could be it, i think the house is decent but it's not worth a billion dollars it's not no it's not but i guess the, the neighborhood the, it's not a it's not a rich neighborhood and i guess know? like the point that i'm making is that you can't have billionaires without like siphoning money from like someone oh, has to be Um, someone has to be poor in order for somebody, someone has to be exploited in order for there to be billionaires on this globe. So I think that having that billionaire penthouse on top of that shabby townhome is a wonderful way to like visually represent like the nastiness of capitalism. Yeah. In order to have capitalism, we need people at the bottom. Yeah. People at the top. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in this, you know, luxury penthouse apartment. And this is where Van is stealing. Um, what is she stealing? Art pieces, statues. And she doesn't feel like herself. She doesn't feel like the no. Van. It's like, I don't know if there's a vacancy in her eyes, but there is just a differentness. She feels different. Wonderful acting. She's very aloof. Wonderful acting. Very because aloof. She's not saying anything, but just in the way that she, her she's presence through the place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's moving through the place as if like she knows these people, or if this is like hers. Like yes. she's at home. Like it's not like this is a stranger's 
house party that yeah. you don't know these people. You're just here with your 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 friend, aka your daughter's father. Mm-hmm. So like, but she felt really comfortable in these people's house, just going, even though at the episode, going through different rooms, making herself out like she's just she just felt like, okay, I'm yeah. here mingling with the people, pushing people in the pool. Notice everyone else, everyone else, Al, Ern, and Darius are in these, everyone is connected to another person. Al is having, Al is is commingling with Nando. Ern is Mm -hmm. dealing with that black artist whose art is bad and that white guy. Darius mm-hmm. is dealing with this guy named Socks. None of them are in very powerful positions. Things just keep happening to them. Notice how, so- you know, and we'll get to it, but Van isn't connected to any white counterpart in, in the oh, party. No, no. And even when she interacts with them, she's the one who's being very aggressive. She's pushing people in pools. It's as if Van has come to, has come to accept the violence of whiteness and she's like oh no i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna react back like you wanna you wanna play violent i'm gonna play right along with you that is what is seen that that's what seemed to be happening with van as far as i could see did you notice there's a lot of black artwork on the wall i did not when when darius was talking to socks I think, oh, in the kitchen when they had mm-hmm. that incident with the Asian woman. They were with this, there was this portrait of looking the African woman. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful portrait. It was just like the face and the shoulders with the, the breast and mm-hmm. like a neck piece on. You can tell this was like African artwork. I did notice and that then, actually. Because I, I was like, is Darius going to mention breasts? Like, is Darius going to pay yeah. attention to that? But then throughout the house, I just saw a different, like, you can, this was very like African art, not just basic art. So I thought that was really interesting for this to be this rich white person's house. And maybe, maybe Van noticed that too. And that's why she was stealing them artifacts. She's like, they're when? mine. I know you stole them. I know you got them. I know you got them through inappropriate means. So I'm just gonna go ahead and take these back. Take take for the scene. Um, I would like to talk about Darius and the Asian young lady who <laughs> assumed. So Darius is trying to get some gin, and he's he he says, "Excuse me" to this woman. She's like, "Oh no, thank you. No, no, I'm engaged." He's like, girl, I just wanted some gin, you know, and oh, a lot of, I lived in California for a, a while and a black man on of, me all the time. Yeah. They love Asian women. How did you feel when she said that? Not even how he reacted to it, but when she said that. You know what? It, it reminded me many years ago, probably around 10 years ago at this job I had back then, this this guy, um, this black guy, he told me the same thing. Like he was from, I think he's from Washington state, but that whole West coast area, Washington state, California, Oregon. And he was just like, black guys there are into Asian girls. They don't date a lot of black girls. And I, I did not know that. And so this 
that's what she said brought me back to what that guy at my old job said I was like oh like I guess that's true even if it is true I think the there's a way of delivering I think just because something is true doesn't mean it has to be said oh definitely and and also I think that while what she says isn't the most violent thing, I think it comes from a violent place. Was she intending to hurt people? No. But I think that, girl, if you spend so much time in California and you know that Black men, that these Black men who come up to you, you you have just made the assumption that all Black men love Asian women I would assume One, that we're not in California right now. So hmm? I said, yep, one, exactly. we're not in California. Honestly, yeah. what it brought me to is that honestly, when I hear about black men who they don't date, I don't even care. I, I really don't. It, I don't Cause even it's like, honey, we don't even want you. We don't exactly. even want you. But then, like I said, like 10 years ago at my old job, when the black guy actually told me that I was just like, oh, so I, I didn't realize the dating preferences based on where people live because growing up I realized growing up in Atlanta how in a way it was a privilege because it's a black city and you're surrounded by a lot of black people you don't have that I never felt that tension of like oh um is this guy gonna like me because because I'm black or feeling like oh he's gonna pick a Hispanic person or an Asian person because there weren't any. It was just all black people. So I didn't I didn't grow up feeling like that. Even when so I, I was know. like super young living in New Orleans East, there was a very high Vietnamese population, but I never saw a lot of partnering among like black men and Vietnamese women. Now, maybe um, partnering is a nuanced term. Maybe there was like a lot of physical connection, but for the most part, I just saw black people with black people, you know? Yeah. So, um, so there's that, but Darius kind of, I noticed that Darius just, he's like, girl, the gym. I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, he like makes congratulations. A joke of, yeah, like that's that's wonderful. I think that he can do that because in that instance, the black male figure is the one who has options there. I, I think I right. I have seen in that sense, I have seen black women get annoyed with stuff like that. And on the opposite end, I've seen black men. And, and we're dealing with like heteronormative stuff. So I've seen black men become annoyed when it's the opposite. Like when you have black women who kind of only date white men or non-black men, that's annoying to them. And I'm like, y'all don't be having nothing to say when, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like That would, I don't know. That's just been my experience, but yeah but um the house kind of turns on her 
they recognize this as a violent act, a racist act. And well, who socks brought it out first, right? Socks said he he saw what happened. And what's interesting to me is that is Darius just under surveillance? Why did you like why were you involved in that conversation that tough for you to know exactly what happened? You know? Mm-hmm. And so he keeps reminding Darius that what she did was wrong and so cruel and she should be labeled a fascist it's like you know and there's and another they keep telling this story and they're like embellishing the story to make it seem Girl. worse than what it is and this is like I first of all I'm, I was never offended one and that's not by the end of it this girl was saying all lives matter (laughs) like the conversation is it's like what what are you doing and there's another character who is a person of color who who comes up to Darius and was like this is all white guilt I wonder like why we needed him to say that because I felt like don't we already know that like don't we already know that this is this is this was white guilt let me think. When I thought about it, I didn't. I wasn't thinking white guilt. I was thinking white people overreacting and making everything about them, which might damn mean, like because it's might, like, white guilt. But it's you know, like y'all just making this about you. Like it's and not about you right now. Those white women who were crying. It's like they, oh, yeah. you're using this moment to become a victim when nothing has happened to you exactly nothing at all and it's also it it was important that this was an asian woman because would they have had the same reaction if this was a white woman if this was a white (laughs) woman who said that to dare all black guys i live in california and black guys hit on me a lot yeah probably not it probably not and it's also a way for them to enact violence still on people of color like that's that so it was like white guilt but also connected to that like hate it was just more it was a vehicle for them to be violent so that's what Darius is going through notice how Darius sees Van at some point and he tries to get her attention and I just think that before episode two he would never try to get Van's attention at all I think he wants there's a closeness that needs to be had because of the, this experience that they share together. I'm telling y'all, something gonna happen. Do you think Van was in the hotel room with Darius at the end of episode two? If she wasn't with him, she was thinking about him. She was with somebody. And who else would it be? Like, of course, it's yeah. You know, if she, if she was with someone, it was Darius. If she wasn't with Darius, she was thinking about Darius. Because can who is Van acting like the most? Is she acting like Al, Ern, or Darius? Darius. Exactly. Like, so I feel like there's some type of exchange that has happened. She got she got some of Darius Dariusness on her. Got yeah. her walking around and <laughs> engulfed in the Dariusness. Okay. 
I feel like we can end with Al, but let's talk about the person Earn is with. So Earn is is with this artist and he hates the art. He feels like this person is scamming. And um Well, before that they kind of they corner him into this idea that doesn't make sense, saying they want to have they want to use this house to bring other artists who come to London to use as like a studio mm-hmm. or just a place to sleep when or, or or whatever to work on their art. And I'm just like, okay, like, and you're just gonna pay for everything. Like, how is this a where's the business in this business model? Because it's yeah. like you're just paying. So like you're you're charging, there. you're charging for subscriptions, but well, what are you? So the subscription part, the white guy was just like, oh, I'll just pay for it. And he was like, I don't understand. And then when the black kid comes, he's like, oh, we forgot to tell him about subscriptions. And I was like, subscribe to what? Yeah. Like, yeah. what are we subscribing to? The art. Um, and so also, they have like, this, yeah. I feel like that is also white guilt that is also connected to like siphoning black creativity though because I I think that it is common for people to say oh black music is hot right now black art is hot right now so we need to find a black somebody who does something and profit off of that you know but I don't think he he knows that he's being scammed well, the guy is living in his house, working, and then he's he said he paid like half a million so far on this guy. So it's like now, you you have no business. You're paying money and not getting anything in return. Like you're at this time, you're just sponsoring a kid, a black yeah. kid. So I don't even call it scamming because where where's the scam? someone gets says here actually here's five hundred thousand dollars yeah that's just true. come live in my house and do art and you're like okay like where's the scam i wonder for that young man like what is your end game how are you getting out of this how are you getting out of this safely that is that is what i wonder for that young man or what's your goal yeah Girl, they got a Nando's in there. I've never been to Nando's. Uh, I want to go. I didn't know what Nando's was. Is it chicken? I I'm only know about chicken. it because it, I believe, isn't there one in, in Canada? Oh, I have. No and idea. that Perry Perry sauce is like very famous. So it's just like a popping ass chicken place that people talk about. I'm sure that there is better chicken, but I think it's, it's kind of like Zaxby's. Like it'll do, it'll do. And it's good, you know? So, yeah, but Al finally meets the owner of the house who was Fernando, no connection to the restaurant. He just wanted it anytime. So he had one built in his home. And this man invites him to a card game. No, he invites him to look at a tree. He said, do you like trees? And Al is like, of course. I think Al is thinking, oh, we about to go smoke some weed. But he takes him to a literal tree and Al is annoyed. So Paperboy and Nando 
is playing poker. But big bucks, Paperboy was shocked. Well, Paperboy, the the only reason he went up there is because he knew he could smoke weed up there. Yes. So he said, I'm in. So they start telling, so Nando is telling him this story about a ghost or a, a, a ghostly apparition that comes to him in the middle of the night. And it is wet, but also gray looking. Yeah. And paper, Al is like, how is wet and ashy? Explain it. (laughs) Explain it to me. I think that Al can sense danger. He's such a wonderful performer because you can sense on his face that these he's about to tell me something that I'm going to be uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. and so when when Nando says you're right because it wasn't raining outside it was so weird and that's when I was like I'm scared I'm scared I'm really scared (laughs) so um he says that he has sex with this ghost do you believe that yeah so what do you think really happened or do you think it was a ghost yeah you think it was a ghost maybe did he say he was dreaming i don't remember if he said he was dreaming or not he could have been i mean he could have been dreaming that that makes the most logical sense or maybe he was in a a state um he didn't mention if he was using any drugs but that would make another sense um either dreaming high or maybe just in a altered state of mind in Toni Morrison's playing in the dark whiteness and the literary imagination she investigates what she calls an American Africanism she says it is an investigation into the ways in which a non-white African-like or Africanist presence or persona was constructed in the United States and the imaginative uses this fabricated presence served. She goes on to say later on in the text that there were other, Africanism is not like solely an American thing. And so I know in this episode, we are not in America, but this is an American show. And she does make the point to to state that this is not limited to America. Um, But the point about the Africanist presence, I feel like is important to the white male project altogether. So she said, Africanism is the vehicle by which the American self, here will be the European self, knows itself as not enslaved, but free, not repulsive, but desirable, not helpless, but licensed and powerful, not historyless, but historical, not damned, but innocent, not a blind accident of evolution, but a progressive fulfillment of destiny. If there was a skinny, ashy, wet nigga in that man house, I feel like it was a production that he that that nando created in his head because he has to preserve his white identity and that is a way to do it 
I think that's why you got all these people in your house. That's why you like having black artists around you that so you can know what you are not. So mm. you can so you can define yourself against the other, which is what you see. That's and while he is while he is like telling this ghost story, Ern walking through the house and he see pictures of white folk with black black bodies in the the background what's going on like why do you why would you keep a picture like that in your house and it's not and it's framed as if this is something to be proud of and not like a critical probably don't think nothing of it probably don't think anything of it probably think nothing of it and that is the problem but mm-hmm. yeah, and so I think like what he calls making love to this presence is just his way of being intimate with the knowledge that he is a privileged person walking this globe. I know that that thought isn't like fully fleshed out. You know, I ain't writing no essay on it. I ain't got no, you know, I, I can't speak to no other scholarly resources, but Toni Morrison is enough. And I feel like, you know, she would say like, yeah, sure, girl, I give it to you. I ain't watched that show and I ain't going to watch it. But mm-hmm, yep. Put that I mean, a, a simpler version is just a, a white man thinking that black bodies bodies are erotic. Like, of course, he's going to have sex with a, with a black ghost, not a white ghost. And when we think about stories of black male bodies being lynched mm-hmm. and their and private parts being cut off and being yeah. sold and people you know I think about the James Baldwin short story where a, a white man witnesses a lynching that his father brings him to and his father is like proud to do this and he thinks about that when he's an adult and suddenly he has the urge to fuck his wife <laughs> It's like a I'm sorry. Like it is, a, but that's what it is. Like that, just, that caught me off guard. Yes, I'm laughing because like, it, it caught me off guard. I wasn't ready. It's sadistic. It is fucking sadistic. Keeping body parts in jars and shit. It's like, come on. Even yeah. with what they did to um, what's the woman from South Africa who went to Paris and the Venus Hot. Yeah. 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 And I mean, her, even, even the story of her body being claimed by France, y'all acting like y'all having a hard time giving the shit back. They had up until like 2002 or something, they had her body, her, they had her private parts analyzed. It's ridiculous. And also, you know, she's being passed around in circuses and soldiers would pay to have sex with her like this is disgusting because you already know that the the concept of consent is not even up for a debate like so her being like you know she didn't see any of that money and like and also she did not give consent to be a part of this sex work at all like this is forced this is right and you just know it didn't happen once I don't know it was multiple times fucking disgusting and y'all know the history of that and y'all want to keep the body i don't give a damn that al cut down that tree <laughs> i don't give a damn 
I don't give a damn that. So Al cuts down a tree because so he wins the poker game and he's like, "Where's I? I won, so I I'm owed some money." And Nando just leaves. Nando leaves. Everyone else forty thousand dollars. And Al is like, "Um, is he going to get the money because?" I'm owed some money. And it feels so staged. It feels like everyone knows what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. from the even the young lady who was dealing the card, she gets up so quickly, so frantically because yep. she knows that Al is about to ask her like, hey, how do I collect my cash? I'm like, nope. No. So, so we get to the cutting of the tree, which is we learned earlier that this tree, this man, he built his whole house around this tree. And so I was like, well, either it's my money or the tree. Pick it. Pick one. He be trying to fuck that tree. <laughs> so Ern is calling the car. Ern's oh, like, you yes. Gotta get yes. up out of here. And here's where I had a problem. What? They running all throughout the house. At no point do I see Ern looking back, looking for Van. Like, Van! Van. they left without they, they left without her they got in the car and left without her i'm like so y'all did van just... say she was leaving like the van say she was leaving that house where's she gonna go but did she say she was leaving you know when they were having the conversation by the pool her and Ern? did he did she say i'm gonna leave now i'm just gonna take a walk around the town no i didn't hear that i don't remember that so i'm like why are they not looking for van and I why would she see... leave alone I even see Darius about to stop and talk to the Asian chick who was, you know, crying, crying because everybody hates her now. Yeah, they think she's a racist. So you worried about her, baby. Where's Van? You in love with Van? I, I have been saying this. I was like, allegedly, is gonna be the one. Is Darius gonna be the one? To ask where Van at. Darius gonna be. The oh, one. they got in that car and left without her. But Socks is in the car, so we don't know where they're going yes Fox is the driver like white this whiteness is inescapable it's it scary inescapable so yeah so Ern calls van van is somewhere at somebody's burger joint enjoying a yeah. magazine ignores the call said i don't yes. know what that nigga up to it ain't my business but then that goes to show maybe she's just not in the right place mentally i'm i'm, I'm starting to be concerned about her yeah because one her mama says she's concerned and then she's acting a little strange at the house I throwing people in the pool but i just feel like her the way she's going to navigate her new free self is just something that we haven't seen before so we are thinking about it as sad or scary i was wondering if darius was gonna look for van because shout out to movies music sports and life with jay spro because he listened to the webs he listened to our episode two review and he said do you mind if i read his comment go ahead 752 timestamp darius stated that his parents are nigerian in season one so i have not reviewed i missed that one but season one was so long ago i can't so long ago but listen Little daddy gave us the timestamp. He said, go back and watch, go do your homework. I appreciate y'all love for Atlanta. The main thing I couldn't figure out is why Ern looks shocked 
that van's that van's room was next to his did he not pay for her room and since when do women as attractive as van walk in the hallway naked to get ice well she was not naked she had a towel in a hotel room going outside of your room you don't know what's going on you know who else is in the room yeah they could be a freaking robber running around like hotels are, are crazy you have no idea what's going on yeah. And so you, you, you should always be cautious, cautious. of your environment. Yeah. Making and sure at any time, if you need to just run, run out, run down the stairs. Yeah. And you can't do that in a towel, like you're at home. Like this is not your home. I think there's a fearlessness to Van that. Yeah, is- it is, but it's kind of fearless in a way that's kind of borderline kind of concerning it is concerning it is concerning only because I think we know what danger awaits as a result of that like I know what danger awaits you stealing these things from this man house you pushing people into the pool at a certain point they're gonna get tired of that like you yeah I know what can happen to you but yeah Van ain't got time Van ain't got a bit of time Van is enjoying this soda and I don't know what she just ate, but she is into this magazine article that she is, she ain't got time. But then this, the weird part is you're on, you're in Europe kind of with, with Iron. Y'all going on excursions together. Y'all staying at the same hotel. It's not like she's on this. She took a European vacation solo and she just happened to meet up with him. Okay. So back to the comment that was left on YouTube. Shout out to Curry Gumbo Podcast on YouTube. Go ahead, you can listen there. You don't know which room you're going to get when you pay for the room. You can request, can't you request to have two rooms on the same, you can request the same floor. You can request, but we don't know what he requested. And he hasn't seen her all day. He knows she's there, but he doesn't know where she's at or where she's been because she's been on a rendezvous with Darius, her new love, <laughs> trying to figure out why they done uh, assassinated this man, suffocated him to death. True. Real time. Like, that's what she's trying to figure out. So he hasn't seen her. So I think it, it is kind of like a... But I understand the question of, like, why y'all acting surprised? Exactly. And why, like, Van, why are you acting like Darius asking you the question of, like, why you're here is... I don't like it just seems like when are y'all gonna tell us what's going on yeah when are y'all going to tell me what is going on thanks for listening and stay tuned for more Atlanta episode reviews and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at curry gumbo bye